The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs another thing too guys that's not all they have they also have they also have finish if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021 they have stuff for that too like finishing more books or becoming a better parent leader or a person how-to books which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. And for today's podcast episode, I have Charlie with me again. Say hello to everyone. Hello. And today we are talking about Deadpool 2. We're doing the movie review for Deadpool 2. This is a movie that I've been waiting to review again and everything because I feel like right now is the right time to uh, get a chance to review this film. This movie is just fantastic on all syllables. I would never believe that a sequel can actually be just as good as the original film. And, of course, with that being said, you have to kind of expect the movie to be good because Ryan Reynolds was actually the one person to have some control over this film, just like he did with the first film. The PR department was very good whenever they were out there promoting this film and trying to get everybody to watch the second film. This budget, this movie had a budget of $110 million and made $785.8 million. And not to mention the fact that you know, this had a lot of stuff going into it. You had a stunt person that winded up dying on the set of this movie. 
You also had uh, two different versions of the script. You have a PG-13 version, and then you also have a rated R version of it and stuff like that, and, of course, the unrated version as well. So that's everything about Deadpool 2. So when this movie first starts up and everything, I definitely love how they play into it where you have Deadpool on top of a building, and he's about to take down some criminals, and he's then all of a sudden he goes busting through the window and everything after he says something in Japanese. And then the, the funny thing is then all of a sudden you hear Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 playing. And then I liked how he breaks into it. He goes, this is a family movie. Deadpool is a family movie. And, you know, I definitely liked how they played into that part. And then also, too, also liked how they were, he was also joking around with the fact that um, about the ba- about babies about the babysitter uh, bit was actually pretty funny. What about you though? What are some of the stuff that grabbed you at the first half of the film? Well, um, the big thing you forgot in the beginning is him on top of the oil ranks. That's what I was talking. No, you you like you jumped past that. So briefly, he was oh. on top of the uh, oh yeah the oil tanks, and you're like, okay, something happened, and then he flicks the uh, match like the uh, the light the, the the light it cigarette into the tanks and he blows up and he starts off with the line, fuck Wolverine. Um, that first, that, uh, that the Harry had to ride my Harry coattails with the R rating. And then, and then the, uh, the, uh, he helps the anti and dying. What a dick. <laughs> That's what will be. I'm dying on this one too. So you see his whole body explodes and you see his head talking. So it's a classic Deadpool. Then you get into the whole nine to five sequence, which I, like I said, I love this movie. I like this one so much better than the first one. Um, because I cut, and then you got a whole new director, and hence the little per- opening credits where they tease he's one of the guys that killed John Wick's dog. This is David Leach. He he's a big action guy, and he's like he's gotten a lot of big roles since John Wick. Um, so he, new director, you still have Ryan Reynolds, but the whole opening was hilarious. Like, and then the unrated version is the best version of it because it extends the whole opening sequence. Like he gets in there after he said, after he says something in Spanish of Donde esta la biblioteca, which means I don't bargain as like, I don't bargain pumpkin fucker or whatever. He jumps in front of and he gets shot. Then he jumps over the, uh, then he jumps over the table and he looks like he's dead. Then he wakes up. He's like, you're not going to die, but this will kill you. Then he goes in there and, the whole opening sequence is way more like violent. Like he's shooting people in the face. So what the version you got in theaters is completely different than what you got on the unrated version. Like, and then, then he's chopping off that. And then, then he breaks out into this, the faint uh, in Sicily where he like wakes up and like, Whoa, you don't want to get, he gets out of the casket. You don't want to wake up from that. You don't want to go in there. And then he does a giant, <laughs> a flying jump and shoots the guy in the head. Um, then it goes in a, a longer part of the strip club sequence, which was hilarious. Like he, him doing that on the stripper pole and then him killing more people. And like I said, the, the, the whole opening is a lot longer. And then the, the, the part that's the, the most long or the longest is the sequence of him taking up Japanese guys in the, uh, in the bathtubs. And oh, yeah. they changed, like the music is changed from that point on where he's like slicing people and all that stuff. And then, blood in the eye so it adds more to that whole sequence um there's probably another part in it that i forgot and then the whole lines are different like they're a lot more like 
vulgar lines from that on. And then he goes to the whole sequence of him like, yep. Um, yeah. And this, and you see like, yeah, this movie is like, um, he's like, Oh, I'm so glad I didn't bring your kids movie, but you should have. Cause this is a family movie. Family movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at that guy's on fire. That's not CGI. He's on fire. And then the <laughs> camera stops. Or as soon as he's about to, like, he slices some guy with the chainsaw. <laughs> I mean, I love the opening. Me too. And, and then beautiful. another thing too, that I forgot to mention was the wind up, uh, thing that you have a Wolverine where he presses the, uh, the wood into his uh, stomach and into his stomach, and then like Wolverine just spins around, and then that's whenever the uh, tank tanks winds up blowing up yeah. inside his apartment. That's mm -hmm. another thing that I like. But also too, while he's also killing everybody, he has stiletto stilettos uh, on, yeah, and everything, acting like a stripper with his Deadpool mask on, and also too having a blonde hair like Dolly Parton. Yeah. Which makes me laugh my ass off in that opening scene. And then also, too, the other thing, though, you mentioned the whole entire thing where the Japanese people are inside that sauna yeah. and everything, too. And, you know, he winds up taking taking the uh, towel off this one Japanese guy, slap him, slaps him upside right. the ass with it, and yeah. then also, too, slices his stomach open and everything. Yeah. And then it gets in his eye. He goes, my eyes, my eyes. Yeah. Well, he's giving the guy a wedgie. While, he, while he's like he's like he's like what giving the guy a wedgie with it or whatever and then smacking the other guy in the face with it like i mean if there's a version to watch deadpool 2 watch the unrated one because it adds there's so much stuff that they add into it it doesn't make it overly long it, and the stuff that in it, it, it it's more the transitions but it adds so much more to this movie there's so much that's in the unrated version that's like that's the version to watch yeah the theatrical version is fantastic it's the unrated one that is at more of the classic Deadpool hilarity, uh, hilariousness to it. Um, and then, then you have the whole dope, him, Dopender really wants to uh, get a, get, become a killer. And he's quoting, he's like, I want to be your Kirsten Dunst to your Tom Cruise from interview of a vampire. And uh, Deadpool was like, let's never speak of this again. <laughs> then also too, this is also another thing that he does though too, this is uh, here's the thing. I always thought him and Vanessa always had a good dynamic together. Yeah, everything too to where she wasn't in Deadpool one that long, but for the moments that she was there, it, the chemistry works, and then it makes yeah. you feel that emotional attachment to the character on what happens to her in the second film. Which, yeah. you know, then those people wind up coming over to Wade's apartment and everything, and then they start uh, yeah. attacking them, and then Wade winds up. Um, he winds up killing them all, but at the same time, that's when, of yeah. course, when Vanessa actually dies. Yeah. Um, the thing about the sauna I want to mention the, in the unrated version, he's got four swords stuck in him. Like, the Japanese guys stick four swords in him. And he's like, what? So he takes out one, each sword and kills the guys with their own swords, which I thought that was hilarious. Like, this classic Deadpool. I'm like, what the hell? Like, he just... Takes out one sword, kills one dude. Um, yup, kills out another guy with another sword. Like he takes out each one of the swords that they stabbed him with, and they left in him. I mean, it's just, it just, it, I just had to mention that because I forgot. It's like, oh yeah, that's right, he did that. He got stabbed four times with a sword. Yeah, he he really got what was coming. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um. um and then that. Yeah, that whole sequence with Vanessa, but. Vanessa was in Deadpool 1 a much longer than she was in this one, to be honest. True. That's very true. She was. But, 
you know, she she did get a lot more scenes in the first one compared to this one, but also too, she also got kidnapped in the first one as well. Yeah. That's why I was saying that, you know, that she wasn't on there very long compared to this one. Um, but you know, but I made us care about our character even more. Yeah. Going into yeah. this film. I mean, yeah, I mean it's semantics, I guess. I mean, I think it was right. only maybe like a couple minutes she wasn't in it, like because of the flashbacks. Right. But yeah. Either way, she was she was in it in the first one much longer than this one. Um, so yeah, and they 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 pretty much kill her off, and then Wade like goes in and he does his classic Wade death, grabbing the guy and getting run over by a car. Then they have the opening, uh, the opening credit sequence. I thought this was hysterical. Yeah, and then also too, he's also going to, through depression because of the loss of yeah. his girlfriend. Yeah. But what what makes it funny though is he goes into the uh, cage with the bear. Yeah, he goes. Good thing I wore my blood pants, and yeah, and jumps into the bear bear mm -hmm. cage and everything at the zoo, and then gets torn apart. And yeah. If you think about it, though, it kind of has like uh, the Bill Murray movie Groundhog's Day, where he's reliving the same yeah. thing over and over again. And he's trying to kill himself, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what Deadpool is kind of yeah. doing: is just killing himself, wanting to off himself, but he can't. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's uh, this is actually one of my favorites, and of course, mm -hmm. you know. After that winds up happening, he attempts to come, like you said, six weeks later, he winds up blowing himself up. Yeah. And then, of course, Wade has a vision of Vanessa in the afterlife. Yeah. But Wade winds up, re uh, remains alive due to the healing abilities in, in mm -hmm. his body and is put back together by Colossus. <laughs> Wade <laughs> is left with only a, a skee-ball token and an anniversary gift as a yeah. final memento of, of Vanessa. Yeah. But... Another thing, though, too, I love how they go into it where Wade is basically trying to figure out what he's trying to do with himself. But also, too, that vision that he had of Vanessa, she, she said, don't forget the boy. And he's over there going, what boy? And so remember, it was like that quick yeah, vision. Later on, like the first vision is like your your, yeah. your heart's not in the right place. Right, right. Was, what, this like that the whole about like what about the boy, the kid? Yeah. That was until after the whole prison sequence. Like so, that one was a little bit what like that vision was much later. Um, the first one is like your heart's just not in the right place, and that's after he blew himself up. Um, right, and then after that, this is another thing though too. Uh, like I said, uh, then he's, of course, recovering at the X-Mansion. Wade uh, reluctantly agrees to join the X-Men. But I love how he goes into Professor Xavier's office and starts goofing around with the wheelchair. Yeah. And everything, too. Just going into the electric wheel wheelchair and just wheeling himself around, crashing into things in the uh, mansion yeah. and things like that. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, um... I do want to go back to the opening credits, like the whole, the role thing about kind of like them, like, like kind of like what they did in Deadpool one. Um, I do want to focus on that for a little bit. Cause there's a lot of fun pieces in it. Um, and we kind of just glanced over. So again, I thought that was hilarious. Like the opening credits, like wait, the producers, they did what they killed her off. I thought that was that, that, that was a nice one off of what they did in the first one about God's perfect idiot. Like I thought that that part was hysterical, but the song is just another like it's just it, it's it's it, it wouldn't be Deadpool if you didn't take a shot at the MCU. You remember the name of the song, right? I can't remember. Tell me the song again. Celine Dion's "Ashes." Yeah, "Ashes." Uh, yeah. 
I remember they're that. Taking, they're taking a shot at MCU because this came out after Infinity Wars. How everybody turned to Ash. Right, right. That's what the that's what the reason for the song. They're making fun of the MCU with the Ashes song. Right, and then it's supposed to be like this little momentum thing that's going on with Deadpool dancing around and stuff like that. Yeah, it's and Celine Dion. Right. Yeah, it's also making fun of the James Bond theme about the whole like the the how everything's forming into the bullet. Um him with doing the flash dance with the bullet casings. Like, I mean, that I thought that part was funny. And that's, that's one of the posters I have is him with the bullet casings and stuff. Again, I thought the, like that credit sequence was hilarious. And the ending was directed by the, one of the guys that killed John Wick's dog. Like, I mean, this is like the opening credits was a perfect Deadpool, but I just thought the, the, the little shade at the MCU since infinity wars just came out and how everybody turned to ash the song Ashes, like, I thought that this was just a clever little shade at the MCU. like, hey, we're not, nobody's turning to Ash in this one. No, just getting blown up a bunch of times. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then the whole like him trying to kill himself, like, well, him, that whole conversation with, um, like him, like the whole joking, taking a shot at Frozen. Wait a minute. Isn't the song you want to build a snowman just as like similar as um, Papa? Can you hear me from Yenel? Like, it, I think I think Papa, Frozen ripped off that song. Yeah, Papa, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, it's like can you want to build a snowman? Yeah, and then Buck's one line, like Jesus, Buck, we're not going to get you any more lines. <laughs> um, so, and then well, he shows back up at Al's place, and then like, and then he opens up the little crate, and you see the cocaine. This was a reference to the first movie. I've hidden about like 17 kilos of cocaine in this apartment right next to the cure for blindness. You see him get the cocaine, and then right next to his book says cure for blindness. So this is a nice little shade from the first movie. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. They referenced the first movie. And then him doing the LeBron James with the cocaine, that was that was this classic Deadpool. He's like, oh, I'm going to do something terrible. And then him like, what, what, are you super here? Yeah, I'm Captain Delicious Pants. <laughs> um, jumps in, and the little girl gets blood on her eye, and then then you see him on top of this giant building, um, drinking bleach. Kind of looked like Ajax for a second there, but it was he was drinking bleach, and he's wearing that Hawaiian shirt or whatever, and he dies supposedly. She's like, "Oh my god, you're alive!" He's like, "Oh my god, you 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 got out of the house in that shirt." <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's what he says. And then, um, that's what he says. And then I don't know if there was another thing that he did to kill himself, but he's like, "Yep, now now you're all caught up." Um, and then he's and he blew, then he blows himself up. But back into the X Mansion, I thought it was funny. He's him talking about Jesus. You're alone again. Like, come on, throw us a bone, at 20th Century Fox. Give us another X Men. <laughs> This like in the timeline, I think this movie is set after Dark Phoenix. The reason is because the people that they show you in the room briefly, you don't see Mystique. Uh, no. By the way, I'm about to spoil um Dark Phoenix, so don't avert your avert your ears. Um, you don't see Mystique, and you don't see Jean Grey. You see everybody else. You see Beast. You see Storm, you see Charles Xavier, and I believe you see, um, I think you might see Nightcrawler. I think then there's one, and then, of course, Cyclops. And I think you see the, the guy with the um, the angel character. Yeah, Angel. See, yeah, Archangel, see, yeah. yeah. You see all those in the room right next to Deadpool saying, throw us a bone, Steve. So 
you got all these people, and they're the same actors that portrayed them in the, the other movies. So you got James McAvoy, um, Ty Sheridan, um, the other characters. So it's like, I thought that was a little kind of funny shade that they finally gave them some more X-Men. But, uh, um, but they, and then they immediately shut the door. But him, him just going around the house, this, that, and then the, the, sh- the shots that he keeps taking at uh, Negasonic with like her with the, uh, the, the, the shorter haircut. Um, and then him being all nice and like, like, right, my labeling everything. And then him um, creating his own soap. For, um, for Colossus. And, yep, yeah, him crane is in. Oh, don't worry, it works. He's got to pump it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, you know, that's when he decides he's going to try and uh, join the X Men because of what Colossus says. You wake up a hero, you dress up as a hero, you brush mm-hmm. your teeth as a hero. And so. You know, I love how they throw in the rookie reference where he's just like zero zero on the back of his jersey. Yeah. To show that he's a rookie and, and working with the X Men. Yeah. So I thought that was hilarious. And like I said, the other thing with the young rated does it fills in other scenes. Like you end up like, how did Russell get to the situation? Well, the unrated movie shows Russell getting driven to the mansion, like the like the, the mansion where the uh, pedophiles are, um, and then. Then you see him get like him getting like shocked. Like, so he's wondering about how he gets the faint on his neck. It goes into more filler of how, like, oh, maybe like you've seen what the organization is that Russell wants to kill and all that stuff. You get more in depth in the unrated version and he goes more into that. Um, and then right when that happens, then we have the vision. Uh, then you see, then you go right to cable. Um, and cable shows up. Um, and Cable was just awesome. I thought Josh Brolin was perfect casting for Cable. Same. I, I really liked uh, how he brought Cable out and everything. I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, you know, he's trying to attack Russell and everything inside that place and everything over yeah. at, uh, you yeah. know, at the Mutant Re- the Re-Education box. Center. Yeah, well, the icebox. And then because uh, uh, Cable attacks them at the icebox. Right. Cable storms yeah. the icebox, right. Yeah, and of course, he breaks the, in uh, in the insu- ensuing of the mel- melee attempts to to defend Russell. After yeah. uh, Cable takes Vanessa's token, Wade fo- forces himself and Cable out of out of the yeah. prison. Yeah, um, I thought, like I said, um, to go back to the the training sequence, that was funny about Wade just being boastful that he is, and then they, they get shocked. And then, like, shot by a fire fist. He's like, really, fire fist? Um, like, he's like, shut it. I'm gonna kill Justin Bieber over there. He's like, hot. Called you Justin Bieber. Uh, <laughs> there was um, also another scene that, that I liked though. Whenever uh, he goes busting through the orphanage and everything, yeah. through the, and then he signs uh, the the cereal box as Ryan Reynolds. Yes, because he's eating uh, because there's this kid that's eating cereal. Right, and he's just going on ahead and signs the box, puts it back down, and then he walks out the place and everything. I thought that was really cool. It was funny because it was uh, Hugh Jackman's face on it. So there's a constant shade between him, the, the funny little thing that the two of them have riffing on each other. Um, and then and he does the backflip and he throws the sword at the blunt and the sword into Russell. He's like, thank you. And then he's like, oh, sh-. he's like, Four, and he's and he's and he pretty much rubs Colossus' nose in the uh, whole four or five moments, 
and he pulls out his gun and he kills the two pedophiles. It's like who uh, who uh, who are these guys? Like what this guy, Jared Kushner? Um, <laughs> like just like that mean the, like the pedophile guys? Like it just it was hilarious. And then then he kills them. So that's how Wade and them end up in the ice box. And we find out about the uh, the little necklace thing that they got. Um, it controls their power. So Wayne gets Wade gets it. That means that means Wade doesn't have powers. He's so essentially his cancer's taken over. So he's he's pretty much on death row in a sense. Um, so then Russell keeps on wanting to break out, baking a shank. Yeah, and everything he puts it up his ass and everything to get it out. Because yeah. yeah. I don't even want to know where you put that, where you got no. that out of. Is what yeah. uh, Wade winds up telling him. Yeah. And then, of course, we also see this other little thing inside the prison where we actually see this big, huge gate. Mm-hmm. And we already know who's actually in that gate. It's Juggernaut. Yeah. And everything. But we don't actually get to see what he looks like until like later on. But yeah. still, it made me yeah. excited yeah. in that moment when Bryce Hodden in the theaters and everything. I think the, the moment for me that I liked was um, when Cable first got to the Earth. And you see these two truckers, they're speaking with each other. Um, like there's and they and then um give you like that. Um one of the guys is Alan Turdick. Um the guy on the right, that was Alan Turdick, is one of the truckers. And the the fat guy on the left in the in, in the movie, um, that's Matt Damon. Matt Damon's in this movie, yep. and the whole conversation's about toilet paper. <laughs> the underrated person. <laughs> enhances it so much and it's just like i was like oh my god it's it's it's, like i said i can't keep bringing it up and enough the unrated version is so much funnier than the the original because you get and she's going out talking about toilet papers like in in the outer the um but matt damon isn't credited as matt damon he's credited as a character he played in the talented mr ripley so if you're wondering like matt damon's not listed he's in it you just gotta like he he plays another character a pseudonym um, which he played in the talented Mr. So anyway, his whole conversation is talking about I was like, and like Alan Turner's like, wait, what the hell are you going on about? Dude, I'm talking about what if you wake up and you got shit on your face, you got shit on your nose and shit in your beard. What are you gonna do to wipe that out stuff out? I'm like, uh, like you can't use toilet paper because it's all dry. So and like so you just gotta you gotta soak that up and you still have that thing for ten minutes. You know, it, like it's like so toilet paper is like the is like the the appetizer. The entree here is Huggies Wet Wipes. <laughs> He's talking about and he's talking about you got to use those first toilet paper then and then afterwards and then that's when Kate was like what year is it and you see Matt Damon this kid and think in the in the, the theatrical version he gets this punch he just gets sucker punched in the face this when they both get tasered um and then and then it goes and then by, and you see Cable stealing a bunch of guns like and, and at a gun store so I thought that was a nice little homage to Commando um. And you run here because like there's a sequence where he's uh, creating the weapon, and then you see how do you get all those guns? Well, the unrated version or extended version and shows you how he gets those guns. Um, and it, him creating that weapon, that weapon is sick. Like it, that, that thing is, was badass. Like I'm pretty sure each dial does a certain thing because he's shooting normal bullets out of it. Then it's lasers, something. So each one, I mean, he he made a super weapon out of that, and that 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 thing was awesome. Um, I did I did love the whole uh, prison break in sequence where Cable's in there kicking ass, and then Wade's doing all the funny jokes, and then he snaps his neck, and then the and then the thing comes off like, oh, I got powers again, yay me! Like, thank you, Fox or whatever. And then uh, he's like, who are you? 
I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then as he's getting his ass kicked, as Wade's getting his ass kicked and everything by Cable, it's, ooh, so dark. You must three be from the DC universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, wait, you're from the future, right? I got three questions. One, is dubstep th still a thing? Two, <laughs> forgot what the second thing was. But the third was, will Depender ever find love? Um, or I, I forgot what the second thing is. And then, um, then the two of them are in, are fighting with each other. He's like, why do you care? He's like, I don't give an F about the kid. And then Russell, of course, hears this. So he runs away. Wade pulls a pin out of his grenade and they both go flying. Then you have the, 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 the sound effect of Ryan Reynolds saying, well, in every movie, there's a, there's a part in the movie where the hero hits rock bottom. Well, in Cool Runnings, is when um, John Candy lost his prized possession bobsled in Human Centipede. He, Human Centipede is one of those people signed up to be in that movie. And well, <laughs> and, and well, in Rock Bottom, well, this is me hitting rock meets bottom. I mean, he like well, he gets. I mean, like I said, I mean, he got he got pretty uh, effed up in the first movie. This one, he's like his body went for a lot, and I was like, I, how they filmed it. I'm like very interested in how they. Like, do they use dummies or stuff, or when they hit the the head effects? Because Wade hits his head a lot in this movie. He does. He does hit his head a lot in it. And then also too, we also see him making fun of Cable's fanny pack. He goes, "Ooh, a fanny pack! I haven't seen that since 1990, never." Yep. And stuff like that. I thought that was really good. That was a clever little yep. joke. Uh, then of course, this is also too. After that. Uh, that's when she, when Vanessa ends up having that conversation uh, with uh, Vanessa, and she convinces uh, him, convinces Wade to go on ahead and help Russell. Yeah. And then of course Wade winds up organizing a team called the X Force <laughs> to bring yeah, Russell out of the present transfer convoy. Which I thought the convoy stunts was really good. Yeah. Um, I love the meetup of the team. I thought that was hysterical. Like. Like, we need somebody to carry the franchise for 10 to 12 years um, and stuff. So, meeting every person was hilarious. So, like, Bedlam. Oh, what? You're like Dave Matthews. Um, like that. Um, I do want to give you a little shout-out, John. So, anyway, you remember the guy that played Shat I remember Shatterstar? The Asian yeah. guy? That is Cole from Mortal Kombat. Wow. Okay. I had no idea. Louis Tan, I believe, is the guy that played Shatterstar, the one they said, I'm better at you than than everything, like, at everything. Right. Um, so I want to go to, like, I want to, like, be in charge. I want to be on an area where a bunch of idiots, they follow me. I'll be their Superman. Isn't that Canada? You shut your mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, there's um, also when he, she, he meets Jazzy Beats for the first time, which is also yeah. uh, Domino. Domino. And he goes, and, goes, and what's your superpower? Luck. Luck is not a superpower. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. <laughs> yes, and, like, and, she makes him, and she makes him say, "Yes, it is." Like, damn it! All right, yay! And then, of course, then we have uh, Pennywise as the guy that spits atomic vo like vomit out of his mouth. Yeah, uh, Bell Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. He, he spits acid, acidic vomit. Then he have Vanisher. Oh, Vanisher! Yeah, he's running late. <laughs> that, I'll get into that in a sec. But that's that. That was funny. And then, and of course, Peter. Um, and Peter's like, "Oh, I, I just saw it." I'm like, "What two browsers do you have? I have type one and type two diabetes." Wow. <laughs> if you if you if you find out about a type three, was now. Like, um, but yeah. So Shatterstar, like again, I want to mention 
If anybody see Mortal Kombat, the guy that the main guy Cole, yeah, that that that's 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 Shatterstar. Um, he does more in Mortal Kombat than he does in this movie. I'll just put it at that. <laughs> um, and then Peter, and then you see uh, Do, uh, Dopender get all pissed off that he doesn't get to be part of the X Force. Um, and then um, and how Cable knows about it is because uh, he cap like the location of their plan. He captures uh, um, Weasel. Um, or the uh, T.J. Miller character, and he's like, "Do you know pain? Well, these this tape is pretty uh, pretty hardcore in my hands." He's like, "I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna tell you pain." He's like, "I do want to let you know there's a high wind advisory." Um, that has made that whole sequence especially funny because Wade doesn't realize about the wind, and so all of them flying out the helicopter is like, "We are," and then we're not X Men, we're X Force. Isn't that a little derivative? Um, and he does the, the Wakanda Forever logo, but no, he's like, no, it's not Wakanda, it's X-Force. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's, of course, when, like you said, he winds up going, then you see them jump out of the plane and everything, too, and that's when everything starts going awry, where basically you only have Domino that survives the whole entire ordeal, but yeah. you have uh, Peter that winds up going into the Shredder, that's no, um, that's uh, it was the um, the the, the guy that spits the vomit. The okay. vomit guy goes into the shredder, Peter tries to save him, and then the guys that were X Force, then the vomit guy spits like um, he spits the atomic vomit on Peter, so Peter loses his arms, so Peter practically dies from that, right? Bedlam, Bedlam crashes into a, 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 a bus and instantly dead, Shatterstar goes into helicopter blades um, because his hair is too long and gets in his face so he can't he can't control it so I mean so Wade's like oh well, I guess I am better than you at something um, the best part was the backpack you see this giant backpack wondering who the heck did they get to play Vanisher Vanish like the, the backpack crashes into the the electricity and what do you know Brad Pitt Pitt Brad Pitt is <laughs> Vanisher. To this day, Blake Lively is still pretty pissed off at Ryan Reynolds for not telling me what you didn't tell me. Brad Pitt was in this movie, like this the, the banner she does, like just to rip, just to bust his balls. So she did not know Brad Pitt was in this movie. And I'm out, like I'm like that was like the moment in the theater. Everybody just abruptly laughed and like, oh my god, they got Brad Pitt for this movie. Um, yeah, and then Domino gets there and you see her luck, like like she's so lucky, like how she got away with everything, like. Everything was blown up behind her. This giant fan is about to hit her. And um, and then, uh, or this weight's talking about, like, well, bad news is everybody's dead. Good news is nobody's going to be missing Shatterstar. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he also goes and says this, too. He goes, well, I guess luck is a superpower. Yeah. And then the convoy scene is just great, to be honest yeah. with you. The stunt work was really good. I have to, that was actually one of the biggest things that I really liked. And then, of course, we actually see the reveal of Juggernaut coming out and everything. Yeah. And I was geeked out at that moment because they actually got Juggernaut right for a change. He didn't look like a cheap CGI suit of Rhino from X Men Last Stand this time. He actually looks like legitimately like mm-hmm. Juggernaut. And and then I love how Wade just looks at him. Just I always wanted to meet you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he pulls 
him apart, rips him that's apart. After, that's after the right. the whole truck thing crashes. So the so the whole I want to go back to the the the, the truck sequence real quick. The the uh, caravan that all that was an awesome sequence. Like and then the double entendres by Wade. He's like, "Where's Cable? He's on top of you." Oh my God! He just, he just ripped he just ripped you open. Oh, he's coming in from the back. He's inside you. I'm like, <laughs> do you hear yourself? Oh, sorry. Like I didn't mean any double entendres. And then he's like, and then so that that fight was cool. So the first person he kills, Cable kills by pulling the uh, the crate off. That's the director. The first person that dies is the director of Deadpool two. David Leach was one of the guys in the crate. Um, little That's hilarious. There. So that, that whole sequence is great. And then Wade trying to reenact what Cable did. Um, Domino's luck was just so great. Like this, that moment. And then when Wade controlling the guy driving while he's like bent over, bat, like bent over. So he always seen as this, he's seen for his ass and stuff to get to the location. <laughs> um, the, the fight sequence, the fight sequence was great. Like him, him making all these references, like, you kill Black Tom, you racist son of a bitch. <laughs> Black Tom's white. <laughs> um, and then I think they kind of like, because he was a, he's a big X-Men character and they just killed him off pretty like, just, just like that. And he's like, and then him making a Goonies reference. Cause uh, Brolin was in Goonies. Like take your best shot. One-eyed Willie. Um, and then of, of course the bullets going right through him as he's trying to block. I'm like, man, you're really fast. Um, and then, the the whole train crash in sequence was hilarious, um, and it's like, well, Domino is really lucky. She lands on a panda bear. Cable, uh, Cable, however, is gonna be very at because the way he lands, he puts his hands up like this, gives him a gives him a tea bag. <laughs> when the when the things like when they're all floating in the air, Deadpool, a Deadpool's crotch ends up on Cable's face. And that's why he puts his hands up like he's about to do that to Cable. I thought that was funny. And then, of course, I'm like, like, oh, my God, Juggernaut, I love you. I'm like, I'm going to rip you in half now. And you've seen him rip, get ri- him ripped. Oh, first, before he gets ripped in half, his head is on backwards. So he has to like snap his neck back like, ow, oh, my God, that hurts so much. <laughs> but him getting ripped in half and, and, and uh, Russell making fun of him for Like, guess what? He's got and you don't. Legs. And he flips off the camera. <laughs> and then at that point, that's also too when we actually get to see how long it takes uh, Wade to actually grow back his legs. Yes. Well, not just his legs. Um, right. Everything else. <laughs> yeah. Like, they definitely enhanced that from the first movie. The first one's just the arm. This one's everything. And um, I did like the part when, like, when Domino, Dom, can you come here and help me out? She's holding him like a backpack. <laughs> Like Yoda, yeah, right. X for us. But one part I, I I just remembered I liked in the, the the bannering in the beginning with Vanessa when the two of them were just talking, um, talking about like I think they're making Star Wars jokes, and then talk and then like all right they're talking about their kids, and then they said and then he ends up um like uh, like talking and they like and he, and he makes a reference that pretty much. Um, like it's like you completely misrep, like misinterpreted the whole thing about Star Wars and Empire. Like I'm pretty sh- um screwing your sister. I'm pretty sure Le- um Luke na- nailed Leia, so he's making a whole joke about the Star Wars. I thought it was pretty funny. He's like, I'm pretty sure Luke nailed her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was actually funny. And then of course he then didn't say something to the effect of, "You're my uh, I'm your Yoda." 
something to, of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, that part made me laugh. Um, yeah. But I did. I love the whole sister because uh, Luke did kiss his sister in the movie. So, and, and Wade took it, takes it to the next level by saying he nailed her. <laughs> Then, of course, that's also, too, when we also see while he's recovering, Cable offers to work with Wade and Domino to stop Russell from killing the headmaster yeah. in the future, which also the reason why he's doing that, too, because that also has the repercussion of of Cable losing his family. Yeah, because of Russell. Right. right. Oh. And Russell succeeds in killing the headmaster and becomes a serial killer, eventually burning Cable's family alive. Wade accepts uh, on a condition that Cable give him a chance to talk to Russell, talk Russell down at the orphanage. Uh, they are overpowered by the juggernaut. Russell pursues the headmaster until Colossus, who had first refused to help due to Deadpool's murderous ways, arrives to district, uh, distract the juggernaut. Um, I want to go back to the whole him as the baby thing was hilarious. Like when all of them show up and they're making jokes at his expense, which well, I thought it was funny, but the scene where Cable shows up and he does the basic instinct, the move of him crossing his legs, his baby legs, he's revealing his basic instinct. I just thought that scene was... <laughs> I remember the person next to me in the theater, him and I were both just losing it for like 10 minutes of yeah. just laughing our asses off at that basic instinct. Uh, scene to be honest with you when he keeps on crossing his legs yeah. and everything and it was just fantastic that scene alone yeah. uh, they had definitely topped the first movie with, whenever it was just his arms that was his legs and everything yeah. else it was yeah. just perfectly well done yeah um, and then Cable was asking him for help and he's putting on his chapstick very like gay like and they're like well you asked me that while you put on chapstick like that or whatever um and then like and then like and then he gets up and shakes his hand like oh god and he's like tries to hug him or whatever but um then they go to the car sequence and I think in the un- again the unrated version hands that him talking about like um him talking about some sexual thing and then him mentioning more more inappropriate stuff and then common I was like damn I should have gone to college I'm like yeah well I didn't go to college either so it's just the two they're just riffing. They're just bannering back and forth. I'm like, hey, I'm not a racist, you dumb F, or whatever. And then, and I, and he tries to get Colossus to come help him. So he's trying to say anything to him by playing Peter Gabriel um, to have him come out. And then he's like, well, like, he's like, and Cape Colossus is like, no, I, I, I'll be like a disgrace. I'll be disgraced and stuff. He's like, well, um, and then, and then Wade gives him the, like, tells him the automatic. So Wade's suit is fixed. You see the duct tape on it. And he's like, well, you hang out at Chateau Diversion while we go get a, a fuck on or whatever. <laughs> um, it's just like him laying that one. And then um, the unrated. And then it shows um, Russell getting a new suit. And they go to, like, the big, the big and tall section. And then you hear a fire. So obviously Friar Fist, like, destroyed a building or something. He's like, I'm sorry they didn't have your size. And then, then they show up at the uh, the master's house. And he's like, Oh hey, what's up with that uh with that with, with that bear? That's my daughter, you dumb fuck, or whatever. Like, <laughs> my dumb uh, my dead father, uh, my dead daughter, you dumb fuck. He's like, oh okay, um, let's make the chimichanga. So, in the theatrical version, that sequence where they're running, it's a different song. In the other one, it's another kind of like a country western kind of song that when they're running, um, 
again, they keep adding more stuff. And then he, of course, makes the Thanos joke because Roland had, just had, like, just became Thanos. He's like, like come on, Thanos, you're going to have a job. So he's like, he <laughs> him by the neck. I'm like, okay, that's the one that pisses him off. Um, and then Wade gets stabbed in the head. Um, and anytime Wade gets stabbed in the head, he gets all sex, sex crazed and whoopy. The unrated version enhances that sequence of cable. Oh, well, not cable. Colossus so much more. And it's just, it's just, you got a lot of the references in the theatrical version of him doing like the scissoring and then the, right. the two tips. This one, he's pretending to give him like, it's like, like he's getting, he's becoming gay. He's like, all right, give me a B. I want a BJ. And he's like doing the reference of that. Then he gets <laughs> down on his pants. It gets down on the pants. Like gets down and bends over and starts trying to take Colossus' pants off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that part. I forgot to be honest with you. That part got me uh, this time than any other time that I've watched yeah. it. Because mm-hmm. don't forget, I haven't seen this movie since the theaters, and also I've watched it maybe one or two times after that. So mm-hmm. viewing it this time, it it just escalated the humor even more for me yeah, because I haven't seen it so much. I mean, this adds so much humor to that sequence, and it's just—it's just so funny. Like, and then because like he—he he got so, he was pretty crazed when he was trying to do like pretend to do stuff to Vanessa when he's all loopy, but this one just adds to the effect to Colossus. Um, another little funny reference: uh, Ryan Reynolds actually did the voice to Juggernaut, and um, and I think he did the motion capture too. Yeah. Um, so I figured like so a lot of that was Ryan Reynolds's voice for Juggernaut as well. It's like. I'm going to, um, so that fight sequence was great. Oh, CGI battle sequence. It's going to be great. And then, um, Domino goes in to save the kids. Um, and then the song in the background is holy shit, holy shit, holy shit balls. Like, like, and they, like, it's like they make it all scary and fiery and all that stuff, which just adds more to the funniness to it. And then that, while that, um, Cable and Deadpool are taking out all the pedophiles. <laughs> It's like, oh, you know, you know that means we're great buddies means we're taking out pedophiles together. Like, he's like, do you have a gun? No, I'm just going to use this brick then. (laughs) (laughs) And then at that point, though, too, um, we actually get the juggernaut and Deadpool fight and everything, too. Yeah, that was, yeah, we get that fight briefly. And then when Wade tries to, like, cut open his helmet and then they destroys his swords. And that's how Wade becomes loopy because he gets stabbed in the head. With the uh, it stabs in the head with the metal pipe. It was like or gate or whatever. That was because he was briefly fighting um, Juggernaut, but it wasn't that big of a fight. Um, it was more Domino and Cable trying to do it until Colossus got there. Right, and then at that point though, too, this is also when you know he picks up Cable's uh, you know, his gun, and then he decides he's going to try to go back in time and change things. Um, I think like oh, well, I mean, like, that was like he was trying to like I think that's after yeah whole, yeah yeah what's yeah um he was trying to um like talk Russell down and he's like you got ten seconds do it and then so Wade decides you know what he's trying to be like I've been in your shoes I've been inside you <laughs> that, that, that came out wrong um and then and then he's like then he puts the collar on he's like all right going for one for the marbles kill me pretty much he's telling russell kill me and, and then and then of course cable's being like no i gotta kill him i'm a kid killer um 
So then they had the whole slow motion sequence, and the music playing in the background is that uh the song the song that um, that's played like pretty much when um, Russell kills uh, Cable's uh, family. Um, so and it was all in slow motion. So way he gets shot in slow motion. Oh, please tell me they got that in slow motion. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, John. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. You're good. And then, you know, I also like the, you know, I know we talked about the juggernaut bite, but then he also gets electrocuted into the uh, pool. Yes. And yeah. everything, too. That, that, I thought that was actually funny. Yeah. And then you got uh, Yokio and uh, and um, Negasonic teaming up to take on the, the juggernaut. And um, th- this Wade's like fascination with Yokio. Bye, Yokio. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, like this, so he's always so nice to her. But it's like, oh, Wade seems nice. Give it, just take a minute. It'll, it'll sink in how he's not so great. Um, <laughs> and Wade's just, just, just like, just blagered on the death effect. And like, hey guys, um, come on, come on, Colossus, say fuck. Come on, just say it. Just say, just say it. And he's like, oh, you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, he's, getting, he's like, just saying his goodbyes. And then he thinks he's dying. He's like, oh, well, no, that's the sun. You don't want to look into the sun. Um, and then he just, and he just won't die. And then, then he gets the reunion with, with Vanessa, um, which I thought was a really cool sequence, how they filmed that. And then, so in the unrated version, they changed up the song too. Um, in the theatrical version, it's, um, take on me is played while he's talking, he's hanging out with Vanessa for that short time before Cable decides to, you know what, go back in time to save him. Um, but in the movie, in the unrated version, the ashes is playing again, um, which is kind of fitting because he's covered in ashes. I'm like, oh, it might be Peter Parker. He's covered in, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Vanessa's like, you can't go. We're like, wait, what do you what do you mean I can't go? Your team, your family needs you. What family? You'll find out. And then this the the funny joke again. Another difference. She like he says. Um, don't fuck Elvis, and she goes. And this is the, the theatrical. Don't fuck Colossus. What? And this <laughs> one, she says, um, like he's like, don't fuck Elvis. She goes, I already did. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then also too, um, he also there's also something else that winds up happening too that I, I try to remember too. Um, what there's, that uh, Domino kills all the pedophiles. Yeah, she winds up killing all the pedophiles, and then also too. This is also another thing that winds up happening. Uh, Dope Fender winds up killing oh, yeah. uh, the master, the headmaster instead of uh, Russell. Yeah. And then also too, remember all whenever everybody thought he was dead because of the cancer. Yeah. Because at that point they he decided to sacrifice himself and put the collar mm-hmm. back on. Yeah. And so he winds up acting like he's dying. He's and things like that. I thought that was actually pretty funny. I don't know if you remember that exact quote on, on that. Um, I think the last thing he's like, um, he's 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 saying, uh, he's singing the uh, Papa, can you hear me? Do you want to build yeah. a snowman? And then that's that's the one where he dies. Like, oh no! Like that's the sun. Like wow, Stinus is so hard. Um, like he like it's like it's taken a long time for him to kill him. Um. And then, uh, I, yeah, the bullet wound that killed him. And then, I think mean, he's like, "This go." I forgot the exact quotes, but in that, and then, then he came. So I was like, um, and they did the reverse. Like, oh wow, somebody's getting, somebody got handsy, somebody swiped right when he's putting the uh, the coin back in um, to the uh, in Deadpool's um, like 
like right um in, in his pocket where he gets shot at um and and then he's like you're bear you used your feel you did it for me and he, just, and he goes i did not do it for you yeah you did i'm gonna flip a coin and, and heads you did it for me tails you did it for me i'm not gonna look because you know you did it for me um let's just get this damn collar off and then and then russell's like wait i have an idea and, he, and he's using the shank to get it off and like oh we need a code try seven it's not just going to work with one number and it's seven work. God, this is lazy rating. <laughs> <laughs> right. It kind of actually reminds you of cut the blue wire with the bombs and everything. Yeah. It's like, come on, it's the blue wire. And and it's just like that kind of concept. And instead yeah. it winds up being just like the code seven for the caller yeah. and that was it. Yeah. Um, and so. then he goes and he's talking to uh, Colossus trying. He's like, I do know, I don't, I don't know how to thank you, but I do know how to hug. So he's, he's talking to him like, that's right. Get it in there, like get in here, tip to tip, and he feels something like, "Is there a knife in my dick? There's a knife in your dick." Okay, I'm just gonna back away. Um, and he's like, "Come on, Russell, let's go home." So that's when they're walking. The headmaster, you're all gonna burn in hell. And then, and then Cable was like, "Well, let's let's look inside your soul, perv." It's like, and then Deadpool's being the one that's being the common, like he because Deadpool would be the one to kill him. He's like, "No, no, no, he's gonna have his time. Let's let's get out of here and walk." And deep down, he knew. He knew. He's like, dude, I couldn't keep a straight face because I heard you thir- from thirty, like thirty, like, 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 uh, pretty far away. I heard you coming. So Wade knew he was gonna get ran over by the uh, by the taxi drivers. Like, by Joe Penner. Yeah, Joe Penner. You like courage, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that winds up happening, this is the scene that I was telling you about. Yeah. Uh, between uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and her girlfriend Yokio. Yeah. They repair Cable's time-traveling device for Deadpool, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he winds up going back in time. Yeah, Vanessa's alive. X-Force member is alive. Then kills both X-Men uh, Origins Wolverine's versions of Deadpool and actor, mm-hmm. and he even kills his own self for, as Ryan Reynolds yeah. when he was getting ready yeah. to play uh, Green, uh, Green, uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um... So I think before I get into that, I want to get into like the the, the, the banner between Negasonic and the end part. It's like it's like um yes, it's okay. We're X Men. No, we're X people. He's like, no, you're exhausting, huh? Puns. <laughs> Bye, Yokio. And he does the the the, the swan. <laughs> um yeah, the 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 time swap portion was hilarious. Like I mean, that was probably one of the best post credit sequences they've done. Like. The whole like him going back in time, and then the uh, him saving, um, him stopping uh, Wolverine, but like I stopping that the Deadpool version, like our Deadpool X Men origin Wolverine one. Him shoot him in the face, shoot him in the head, and he goes, "Oh, um, hey, hey," like I said, "Hey," just like in the in the again in the original like theatrical. He's like, "Hey," just pointing up the timeline. He's still and he's pointing, he's unloading his clip in the uh, the really bad Deadpool. In the unrated version, he goes and says, "Hey, Wolvie, um, your buddy Wade's gonna come and ask you a question. Um, he's gonna come ask you, like, so like, like you're 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 getting close to hanging up your boots. Wade's gonna come and ask you to come to join him for one more time, and you're gonna say yes." And Hugh Jackman's like, "Okay, like, wh- wh- what's going on?" <laughs> I thought, and then um, and then him, and then the line that. Ryan says in the in the original is like, "Welcome to the big leagues, kid." Um, and then and then he go and then, and then that was the one where he gets shot in the face. The other one's like, oh, "Picture perfect." 
and then he gets <laughs> shot in the face. But the unrated one adds another scene, two scenes to it. Well, he goes back in time into this, and like you see this um, nursery, and you see this like this old lady and with all the babies. Well, he goes in there, he's like, "Oh, hi, little guy," um, and like, "Hi, little guy," and he's like sitting there, "Oh yeah, you got you're, you're gonna get your sign right," like and like that. <laughs> Turns out the baby, he's he's in there, he's like, "Oh man, it's so hard to kill you. I just just can't kill you." He went back in time, and that was Adolf Hitler. This is when him as a baby and him making a reference like, "Oh, you, you already got the, uh, you already got the salute ready." I'm like, "It's just so hard to, um, it's just so hard to kill you." Um, and then he, and he couldn't do it, and then he comes back in the second scene. I'm like, "Oh man, you're like man, you're like no wonder why you're so built up anger. It's because you got, um, because you, because your ass, because your ass smells like Adolf Hitler. That's right. <laughs> it's fitting." And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna come back with my buddy Cable because he loves killing kids, and that's how and that's how the, 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 the second post credit scene ends. Is he was sent a time to kill Hitler. <laughs> that, to be honest with you, that was one of my favorite moments of Deadpool two. To be honest with you, yeah. In the uh, uh, um, this isn't in the theatrical version, so don't go looking for it because it's not there. This is only in the unrated version. Him going back and to kill Hitler. Right. But yeah, this movie is just as good as the first one. I really had a lot of fun watching this one. Yeah. To be honest with you. Because, you know, with sequels and everything else, you're not sure how they're going to actually do, you know? And this one actually tops everything. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Like, it adds more humor to it. Like, we got the origin story out of it, so we don't have to worry about the characters. Who are these guys? You introduce Cable, but that's okay. You introduce Cable, and you still got him to introduce him in a sense. Um, and then and they touched on his origin a little bit, so yeah, that yeah. helped. Yeah, 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 and um, yeah. So you, you, so they did everything they need. So the action was great, uh, great action sequences. And then again, you got a really good action director, David Leach, to take over on this one. Um, and he he's done some really good action movies. So they that the stunts were great. The humor was just just as funny. Like they they won up themselves in this one, and this is like it was a great sequel. I like this one better than the first. I'm not saying the one the first one's bad. First one's awesome. I just enjoyed this this second one so much more. Yeah, the second one is just so much better. But yeah. like I said, I saw this movie twice in theaters. Saw it twice in I saw the first one twice in theaters as well. This these movies just keep on getting better and better every single time when you go on ahead and watch it, which is great. Um, but yeah. But that is there anything else that you wanted to say as far None. as? No, oh, sorry. Go ahead. As far as this one goes. No, I think I covered everything. I mean, I mentioned there all the moments. This was great. Um, it was it's a funny movie. It's um, if you haven't seen Deadpool two, I would watch it. Um, probably watch the theatrical run first, so you can get an understanding of what's going on, and then. Then, then after you watch the theatrical one, watch the unrated run. Don't go right into the unrated one. Sure, it fills in more gaps, but I think if you watch it the first time without knowing the unrated stuff, watch the theatrical first, then enhance the second viewing with the unrated one. Because For I think sure. you're just going to enjoy it a lot better. And um, and then we don't need to talk about the PG-13 one because that's just... Deadpool 2 just toned down with the scenes from, like, making fun of the Princess Bride. 
Yeah, I didn't even see the, to be honest with you, I didn't even see the PG-13 one to actually do anything. So, with that being... <laughs> it, uh, I did. It doesn't add anything. Like, the sequences with him and, uh, like, um... God, I can't think of the guy's name. That was the kid, anyway. He it, it, it's it's funny because he he kidnaps the kid and he and he's wearing the same outfit from the Princess Bride. And he's like, and then there's random moments talking. To him, I'm like, it's great, but him like is this like it's just they're there's they're just one off each other and just Deadpool's acting like the grandfather from Princess Bride. I mean, you can find you don't need to watch the whole movie. You can probably find in the moments of between um um Fred oh Fred Savage. There we go. You can just find the moments of Fred Savage and De and uh, Wade just interacting with each other on YouTube, and then you just pretty much got the uh, the Once Upon a Time in Deadpool, Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Deadpool, in a sense. Right. All right, guys. So that's gonna do it for us for the show today and everything. I do appreciate you guys tuning in. To tune in on Tuesday and everything because I'm gonna have Jay Wade on from go get that rose and i'm also gonna go on and, and have sarah back on the show for that and we're gonna be doing the bachelor movie review this is gonna be starring chris o'donnell it's not gonna be the reality show that i'm reviewing it's gonna be the chris o'donnell movie from 2000 or 1999 that i'm gonna be reviewing then on the 28th i'm gonna have another review that i'm doing with nicole and that is gonna be Rain Man. We're finishing off our reviews for mental health, and I figured what better way to do it and everything is to do a movie on Rain Man with starring Tom Cruise. That's going to, of course, start at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time um, in the evening hour, and then, of course, you know, that's also going to, then, all, of course, on the 25th, it's going to be at the same time as well for the J, for Jay Wade and Sarah as well. And then, Luke will Luke will actually be on the show tomorrow night, eight o'clock Central Time, at nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific Time. We're going to be doing our Goodwill Hunting uh, review. So those are all the things that we have going on over here for right now at Movie Lovers Unite. I hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Another thing too, guys, is if you guys want to go on ahead and uh, listen to an audio only podcast, go on ahead and check that out at wherever you guys get your podcast from. If you guys want to donate to the show, how do you guys do that? Just go on ahead, head over to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. Then of course, if you guys want to go on ahead, follow us at movie lovers, TV lovers tonight on Facebook underneath the same name, of course on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. Then, you know, you guys can go on ahead and follow me on stereo movie lovers unit over there. If you want to go ahead and email me, all you have to do is just go to movieloversunite at gmail.com. And then you guys can also go ahead and follow me on Stereo at Movie Loves Unit over there. And, of course, on Twitter. So those are all the places that you guys can reach me at. And always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye.